Hi, how are you doing? And you're very welcome to the Window Cleaners Business Podcast. Uh, myself here, Stephen Lee, and with me beside me is... Harry Turk. Turk the German is with me today. So we're starting this podcast. This is the first episode, and we're both uh, cleaners here in Ireland. We have uh, companies here in the Midlands and... I suppose we're trying to grow our business every day. We both use the water-fed pole technology and we'd like to feel that we're pretty excellent at it. Harry, what do you reckon? Oh yeah, but I, I hope so anyway. But Yeah, yeah. and uh, we're both trying to grow our business every day um, because we want to grow it into something that can step away from ourselves. Uh, I'm in business for ages. I'm at it since uh, 2002. Um, I suppose I did it really badly for a lot of years. I saw the good times, I saw the recession, and then the beginning of the good times again. But the recession really showed how bad I was at business, you know? Mm. I um, I lost a lot of customers, or customers didn't get stuff done as regularly. showed my marketing was really bad. My not, I was purely traditional at the time. Uh, and even though I was really good at traditional and did a really good job, just there's so many guys out there that are so good at either traditional or water-fed pole, but they can't market themselves, you know? Yeah, and the, how do you think it changed for you to to do me or the me marketing side? And so on? I don't know. I think I got to a point that I was really sick of it, you know? Right. I think I got to a point where I was sort of... Things were going so bad in the depth of, of the recession and it was either I do something else or I actually improve this, you know? Right. I make something of this. And so that's what I did, you know? And I did, um, the local enterprise office had a program on with uh, business mentors. Right. So there was like a monthly uh, course that you could go on and each day it was a different area of business. And it was for established businesses that wanted to to grow so there was you know big business leaders that came down and did a class for the day and you know you had an hour-long session with them so i went in but so much about business and i see it all the time harry so much about business is the person behind the business oh yeah yeah i totally agree to that and do you find like just writing things more you oftenly down or be putting it into the computer it helped you a lot or I think it was just my mindset. Like, I was really afraid, you know, I was afraid of customers saying no to me. I was afraid of customers, What would, would I have enough customers for that week? It was a fear-based mentality, which is a really, really bad place to come from. You know, rather than seeing the world as an opportunity or what's the opportunity ahead of me this week? How can I grow? How can I improve? And, like, that's a really bad, it's a really depressing place to come from, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I started a year ago, I was kind of afraid to go up to people and, and tell them what I do and the services. And I was just afraid of pricing the job as well, you know. Yeah. But after some time and experience and just trying to get the out there and do things and just try, things just got so much better for me and the business as well. Like I know. I think I was kind of afraid of... The rejection of what people said yeah like if definitely. i went and i call and they said no then it it what then oh yeah. it was that rejection that but i was is, i i just kept on thinking in my head that everyone will say no 
Yeah, I know. You know, you just need to knock at hundred doors and just try over I and know. over and over again. I know. You know? But you know what, Harry? If you go out with the mindset that people are going to say no, more people are going to say no than yes. Like oh, you yeah. do need no's to get yeses. But if you're going, like your whole body disposition will be negative. Mm. So like you will, you know, people might look at you and, and you know, you're going, you might be slumped over. You might look a bit sheepish mm. and you, you, that confidence isn't going to rub up, isn't coming out of you. So it's not going to go over to the customer, you know? Right. That's the thing as well. I was thinking when I go over from traditional to the Viata Fit Pole, people will say, no, the windows are still wet and it's now you have the same cleaning and all of that. But once I got a routine of telling people and explaining people, this is what I'm going to do and this is going to be the result. People just accepted my confidence in what I'm telling them and they just accepted the job yeah. that I did. You know, it's just... Exactly, because as you know, Harry, I have um, a YouTube channel where I have uh, videos and how-tos on the waterfed pole and stuff. And there's guys commenting all the time, you know, oh, I'm afraid to use it at work because, mm. you know, people are going to say no, my customers are, are going to hate it. But if you have the confidence, like if you've got, if you're an expert and you know that when you use it, it's going to do a great job. Mm. You have the confidence. You can then go to the customer and say, um, don't worry, this does a better job because it does the frames and stuff like that. Um, this is a better job, so, you know, have no fear. Uh, if you if you know that, if you have confidence, you can sell it. Mm. But I've seen guys and they go and they're not confident and they've, they've said stuff like, um, oh, uh, don't worry if you don't like it this time next time i'll go back and i'll do it normally for you i never gave a customer that choice mm. like i didn't tell them why the waterfair pole was better for me i just told them why it was better for them oh yeah you know all their green frames were cleaned up uh it was safe for um all the benefits mm. i just i just told them you know and uh and said it with conviction because i was convinced and was able to sell it and how did you find out about the way out of it port system and where you had to buy it from and how did you start with that? Do you know what? I, I don't know. Like I knew it was out there, but I'd heard so much bad stuff about it. Mm. Like I'd heard from loads of other window cleaners that either tried it and got bad results or um, I heard from other guys that said, oh, you know, don't charge. I heard stupid stuff like don't charge your customers the first one or two times that you do it with a water-fed pole system because... You can't do that. I know. Like, how do you exist? How do you run business that way? Right. Uh, yeah, so don't charge your customer for the first time or two because you might get bad results. And that's rubbish. That's just down to technique at the end of the day. That's the not down to... And, uh, now, at the first place, can you do it for the first time it can happen that it streaks but i tell customers always at the first time it can streak this time but the next time it will be an absolute perfect job and they're yeah. just they're just accept it as well well that's because you're not as good as me yeah that's true as well. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, pro that'd probably be the case but you know you just have to now you have to give super high expectations at the start and then don't deliver them yeah i you always tell them what i'm gonna do and then just over deliver yeah you know just to try to keep them happier and yeah just to give the wow factor to the customer like yeah now i do have a different method when it's a brand new house versus oh, yeah. uh when it's when it's not and it does take that small bit longer mm. um but definitely 
then again, saying that, like, let's all be realistic about it. We've done traditional for years. Um, can you say that every traditional window that you ever did was perfect? No. No, like there would be a line from the top of the blade or the bottom that you didn't realise, a bit of dust came off a scrim. Mm. You can't say that everything was absolutely pitch perfect about the uh, traditional way, you know? Oh, yeah, but I, I kind of find that customers check more when the windows are very hot. Yeah. Because they just think it's the same. You you, you just use the garden hose and just... I know, I know, Clean yeah. the windows and that's yeah. it, you know, but... I know. Yeah. So, Harry Turk, would you get rid of the water-fed pole system? No, no way. Like, I'm only in the business now for two years. Um, I started off traditionally. I saved up a little bit for uh, the handle cleaning trailer. And now I got the van and I just wouldn't. I use about the very hot, I use the very water-fed pole about 70% of the time Yeah. in my business. And yeah. I just, I can reach three, four stories high. It's just absolutely fantastic and so safe, like. I know, I know. And guys don't get that. Like, there's a guy I know and he smashed his ankle in recently mm. enough, as I was telling you. Yeah. Um, guys don't realise, like, what price do you put on your safety? Oh, yeah. Like, there's guys that will say, oh, you know, I'd hate for the customer, you know, to be disappointed in uh, the results, you know, that I might get from the waterfall pole, which is nonsense for a start because I get great results. Not being, (laughs) that sounds awful bad. Um, But what price would you put on your life? Like I've seen guys half stranded over roofs and porches just to do a good job on something. Guy, like it's your life. Do you know what I mean? Like come down. Like what do you say to the kids and the family when you get home after falling, you know, arriving in an ambulance after falling two stories? You know, it's ridiculous. Oh yeah. And then the other side is, your income for the next two, three months, if 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 you don't die, I know where are you gonna get paid from, like you know. I know, I know, but the again, do you remember I was saying working out of opportunity and not out of fear? Yeah. And when you have the water-fed pole system, you can work out of opportunity oh, yeah, because yeah. the stuff like the factories that we're in, you wouldn't be allowed in traditionally. No. Like there's, uh, on one of the factories in particular, you couldn't get to the windows traditionally, never mind, uh, it's tricky enough with the water-fed pole system. Mm. Uh, but they wouldn't have you. Like the health and safety officer in there, that was their first thing that they asked was, do you have the water-fed pole system? Oh, yeah. So, and uh, I know I was in with the county local county council uh, uh, last week as well. And again, they wouldn't have me if I didn't have the waterfed pole system. No, it's like the first question is, do you got insurance? I know. Do you got the waterfed pole? I get that all the time. I know. So, so like, but that's using it as a opportunity. Oh, yeah. And I know in my Facebook advertising on the website, I advertise that, that, you know, there's if you think you have awkward windows or if you have really bad looking frames or... Yeah, but I see that more more again that people don't advertise that they got the Vyhotter fed pole. It's just another tool that they don't tell customers about. Like, you know, are they afraid or why is it? I think they're unsure of either using it or just selling it to the customer. Like, you don't even need to sell it. Like, you just tell people about it and they will be fascinated. Like, you know, I know, I know. Like they're judging, like people come to me and they say that is a great poll there that you guys. Uh, I know, it's, same, it's as me, same as me, same as me. Fantastic yeah. job, like yeah, same as me. You no, know. people are staggered by if they don't know about it. I suppose there's areas in England and stuff that 
they would just expect you to have it. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of, you know. But, like, the advantages far outweigh the disadvantages. And, Harry, you're of a, more of a tech head than I am. Mm. Like, you have the gutter vac, and you oh, yeah. have... Um, you'd know far more about your technology well, than I would. Well, to be honest with you, if you, I bought last year a 30-foot leg ladder because I didn't really want to buy two of them. I just had no cash to buy two ladders, so I just bought a young big one and then um, I found more and more that I wasn't comfortable enough going up the ladder completely and um, last year I had a little accident we have the ladder I was <laughs> I was up the ladder and the wind took me and I fell down now I didn't break anything I got a few bru- a few bru- I didn't know that yeah I got a few bruises and that and um, I seen from a friend of mine that he had a Gatavax so I um looked through the internet this year and I, and I found a few of them and I ordered one and since I got that I have not been up the ladder since September like and I, I and I just used the machine nearly on a daily B on a daily basis and that yeah it's just and the machine is paid a year for I know they're expensive at the start yeah. but the machine yeah. is already paid for yeah. and it's so safe and you can go three, f- three to four stories high yeah just from the safety from the ground it's it's absolutely fantastic I'd never go back do you know what I pull up at bungalows and use the water fed pole system oh, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean like it, I would not there is not one ounce of me that would go back now it's expensive it requires dedication yeah. I'm always getting fittings you know short clean know who I am before oh, yeah, I sure. even <laughs> before I even ring you know uh, and they're great up there in short clean aren't they oh, yeah, you know different. for they'll sort you out fairly quick saying that the courier didn't bring my resin which died oh, <laughs> dramatically well, normally when I order from them, it's there the next day, like so. I know for it always is for me, but it must be the courier because I know it's not sure clean. My mm. resin was at thirty nine parts per million in my rainwater collection, mm. so that was actually quite dirty for my rainwater. Mm. I uh, there was must have been wind and stuff that kind of it was dirty enough. So I started filling it into the van. I thought, oh, happy days. Mm. The van was nearly full. Went out with my uh, TDS meter, and it was eighteen. Oops. And I was like, ooh, damn, that's not good. So well, you um, don't want it to get a over 10 because then it definitely streaks. Yeah, yeah. So I um, and I was like, no way, like this is my TDS meter playing up. Mm. And, but no, sure, I tested the barrel, the barrels again and then I tested the thing and sure enough. Uh, now, I don't know if the cold was affecting it slightly, bringing down how I efficient it resin, was. Resin gets affected by the cold, I think. I could be wrong, but I think that's, that's yeah. the case. That's yeah. what two or three people told me so far when I started up. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was creeping. So mm-hmm. it had gone sort of zero, 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 zero for six months. And then it had gone one. Then mm. it had gone two. And the last time I checked, it was three. Mm. But it's it was amazing how it dropped off the cliff so bad. Do you know what I mean? Just from there and, to nothing. And do nothing. you find, like, once you had the waterfed port system, it was expensive to keep maintaining it or well i yes yes like i'd say a month doesn't go by now in fairness i've just um i have a two-man system in my van so i suppose there's always a fitting you know a few clamp hoses um a q a few qrc's um, another bit of resin, um, another brush or two. Like you wouldn't, you know, when you get on the phone to Shore Clean and it's not Shore Clean, it's whoever you get on the phone to, uh, and you think, oh, I wouldn't mind one of those and I wouldn't mind one of those. And, mm. you know, oh, I, I need a spare trigger because I'm a trigger head. Um, 
I wouldn't mind another spare trigger or I need a few spare of these. And before you know it, uh, you have £150, £200. Oh, yeah. So like that's very easy to do. But then on do. the other hand, you get you can do jobs where you have it and you, that's that exactly you can, it. can do traditionally, like you know exactly. Or you'll go to a spot, and you know traditional guys might spend ages and ages working for their money. But I could go along to a three-story office building in town, and within a couple of hours, do what would have taken me a day otherwise. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. yes, there is more expense, but. Mm the it, it earns me far more than it costs me you know and from an employer point of view how easy would you call it be to teach someone to use the pool then yeah well i suppose from an employer's point of view my lads don't climb right they, they they're never up a ladder oh, yeah. I, w- I won't let them climb mm. you know um uh it's difficult to teach right you know um I suppose it's difficult to teach because I expect so much. But like on a normal standard, not a super high standard like you and me have. Yeah. Uh, what do you think it, it takes about three weeks or six weeks or to yeah. do half decently? Like Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. Like I'd say within that, within three weeks, somebody could be good. Mm. They're not going to be expert. They're going to okay. be good at it, but okay. they're not going to be expert, you know. I'm uh, sure it, it, it took me now a year now to re- really perfectly work with the water for the yeah. whole system and i and i kind of laugh about the mistakes i did at the start now yeah yeah because you think more what, about the technical way yeah you do it you know i know i know but yeah oh no i i, I definitely agree with what you're saying um but you know i'm improving stuff every day Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's well, some ways that you, you learn every day. And if you don't learn every day, if you don't improve every day, you're going backwards. Oh, yeah. So, and, well, I suppose uh, we're at 18 minutes now, Harry. What are we going to bring to people via the podcast? Like, what, if, if somebody is, I suppose, if somebody sat there, maybe they're listening to this at work. Maybe they're, maybe, imagine somebody is there and they're a traditional window cleaner They've been doing it for years. They're afraid of going over to the water-fed pole system. Or maybe they have it and they're not that secure in it. What can we offer them with this uh, podcast? Well, I hope with this podcast from me, I decided now to help people to maybe get the water-fed pole system and to help them to get set up and how to work with the water-fed pole system and the other things like soft washing and they have the gutter back as well you know yeah that we let people know what is out there like yeah and to maybe get a few people on the show and see yeah exactly yeah they're behind a few and hand their story like you know but you know as well um how people can learn a lot from the mistakes we've made Okay, yeah. You know, I know you've. If I would know now, if 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 I ever got a new year ago, had I know now, I know I could have saved a fortune. I know, and it's the same as me. You know some of the chemicals that I've been buying over oh, yeah. the years. <laughs> if I would have started off with some of your ones rather than and some here of comes my the ones. newbie telling you everything about it. And exactly, and I could have saved you two grand. Yeah. So, guys, Harry Turk is your man. If you want to know all things soft wash and if you uh, like you really do keep your finger on the pulse and what's new out there in general, you're far better than me at that. You're far more interested in me than that. Well, I I just look all the time on the Internet and YouTube and I'm in uh, loads of uh, groups on Facebook and Twitter as well. Yeah. 
I just like to know all the new technical stuff. So anyway, yeah, so and it's great you. because I learn as much. I learn from you. So, oh, yeah. but uh, but uh, on the other side, I learn a lot from you how to grow your business and to. I hope one day to be at your at your level as well. So yeah, fingers crossed. Well, I've been at it a long time. Oh, you are. Like, look where you are after your time versus me at my time. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, sure you're doing it now, what, 10 years, 12 years, 14 years? Oh, two, so 14, 14 years. 14 years, that's a long time. It's a long time, you know? Like, I, sh- I shouldn't be even saying anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I should, you know, it's... um, But, like, I suppose the first years do count for something, but I was doing stuff very badly, so I suppose that doesn't always uh, count for stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, sure. So, um, and I suppose if we can bring that to guys, if they can learn from us... I know that from guys that have contacted me from, um, like there's one guy that I'm meeting up with this week, he's coming for a bit of a training session, um, that there's guys that buy the warfare pole system, and you should see some of the emails I've gotten, Mm. and it's guys, they've gone out and they've spent thousands, they've got it home, they've gone to work and use it straight away at work, you know, thinking I've window cleaned for years, I can Mm. use this system, it's simple, I've watched a few YouTube videos, and they make a mess of the windows, and I've had, there was one guy, and he was from Oma, and he was panicked off his head, because he was like, I'm after dropping huge money on this, and it's crap, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's done a bad job and well they think it's just as easy as just cleaning the car you know you, yeah, you just get the brush and the yeah, water comes out and I that's know, it I know. but you need it's to learn like it oh yeah it's just you need to learn the technique and the different stages of how to clean the windows yeah and you know I know but and and then I suppose uh, for me as well like where do you want your business to be what do you want from life. That's so important to actually figure that out, like, because like last year I knew I'm going to start the window cleaning, but I, I didn't know where it's going to go and I didn't know what I really wanted. Now I know I want to grow my business. I maybe want to have employees at some stage and yeah. and get a bigger van and just grow the business. Like, it's really important that you know yourself what you want in your life. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be working one day a week, three days, or three days a week, or I know, yeah. seven days a week? It's totally up to you, but you need yeah. to know, like. Yeah, you need to know. You need because to know. we both know guys that work three days a week. They have the water-fed pole system. They work three days a week. They earn a certain amount. They're a one-man band. Mm. They've been like that for years, and that's all they want. Yeah, they, they're happy with and they're that. happy out. And they earn a lot of cash as well. And there's nothing wrong in that. Oh. Like there, there is nothing wrong in that, is there? But you, you, you need to find out a system what is working for you and yes. what you be want to do. Like you know. Yeah. And I hope we can help people with the show to figure out what they are want to do and what's their vision the for where they want to go. Exactly. And, and then we can show them some of the shortcuts and then some of the kind of mental resilience that you have to have at the same time if you want to do something. Oh, yeah. Like for me, with my guys working for me, you know, I want something sustainable into the future, mm. you know. So I have somebody in the office that does take and cause scheduling and that for the day. Uh, dealing with customers and all of that sort of stuff, invoicing, um, quotations, um, sending out safety assessments, insurance documents, all of that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I need to do 
to scale? Like, oh, do I stay two, three days a week as a one-man band or do I grow so that I can step away from the business? I can go on a holiday for two weeks and when I'm gone away, everything is just working exactly how it should be, mm. that the weekly contracts are being fulfilled and... But on the other side, it's important to get someone to do the jobs that you're not good at. Yeah, like for true. example, yeah. I'm not very good with paperwork. I'm not very good with uh, writing down the numbers. Yeah. So I got somebody that helps me on a weekly basis to do yeah. that. Yeah. And it, the same again, like I was down this afternoon, uh, Saturday afternoon, and I was meeting with somebody that was going to look into my website and do a bit more SEO mm. and make it for improvements because the website's old and tired. Mm. And again, do I have the ability to do that? Well, I do. But do I want to be an expert at SEO and website development? You can't be an expert at everything. Like, you, you can't. Know. And I know it's not easy. And at the start, like, do you remember we were saying some people want to go out and drop 30 grand on everything to have everything up and running from the start? Yeah. And that's for some people, that's feasible. But for most people, that's not feasible. So you have to start off small and work your way up. Oh, yeah. So maybe at the very, very start, you do have to do everything. Do you know what I mean? Well, you do, but you can't be setting up. Like, you need to answer the phone calls. You have to do the schedule. And you have to run to the bank. Yeah, for exactly. The checks yeah. And everything. You have to go do quotations and then go to the jobs and so on. Yeah. You know. You are everything. But eventually when you grow, you you just find yourself in so much stress. And yeah. you can't organize your time good enough because yeah. you need to be everywhere and eat everywhere I just know. at the same time you know here do you know what i think i want to do a podcast on stress oh yeah because because there's a few people that i know not in our game but that have like one is a mechanic and another one is a, a different business altogether but the stress the guys are under oh, yeah. because they have a few people working for them but they don't have systems. Mm. They don't have set rules for customers. They're on the phone morning, noon and night. They're working morning, noon and night. And they haven't got systems. They haven't got somebody in the office. They're specialized. They're working at everything mm. and specializing in nothing. Do you know what I mean? And they're driven from pillar to post and the stress. Like there's one guy I know and he's on beta blockers. Oh you know, because it's just... But that's because we're just trying to do everything and we're not getting people in to be helping us. And so long, if you want to grow a bigger business, you need a team behind you. Yes. You can't do everything on your own. But there's no point in doing anything, Harry. Or even, do you know, there might be guys listening to this wondering about starting a window cleaning business. Mm. And again, there's no point unless you have that vision first. Or what do you want? Like, yeah. what do you want from your life? What do you exactly. want for business? Like, it's it's not a nine-to-five. Well, yeah, but you see, people, if you ask persons, what do you want from life? They will tell you, I want a big house and a partner uh, and, and children and so on. But they don't tell you what they want business is like or, yeah, or, or working VIs in the future. I know, yeah. Because they, they just didn't really think about how the whole... The, whole concept and the idea like you know. I know and if you are to work for yourself you need to be self-driven oh you do you know you have to have that goal that drive if you're a lazy sod mm. 
It's not going to happen. Well, you just need to get up every morning and try to be better than the day before. Exactly. And unless you have that mindset, it's going to be tough. Oh, it will be, yeah. Cool, guys. Right. Well, we better bring podcast one to a close. Um, thanks very much for listening to us. And we hope to bring, uh, we have a lot more great content to help you out. Because that's what we want to do. We want to be able to help you out. Uh, if you have any questions or queries be sure to uh, write to us the contact details will be on the show notes so let us know so from Stephen um, I can't say it now oh you can do it go on and Harry the German goodbye from you you do realise that Harry the German is going to stick for life yeah and I go, and I just going to stutter all the time but anyway but do you know what that, there's an important lesson <laughs> in that yeah yeah do you know what I mean like you could not do it oh yeah do you know what I mean you could um, there is another thing a year ago I started and I was stuttering non-stop and I couldn't even tell people how much I'm going to be charging for cleaning the windows or the gutter clean job yeah but I know Every day I learn more and I try to be more confident. But anyway. Yeah. So like that. So that's a good lesson because there's oh, guys yeah. out there that might have a stutter or there's guys out there that might even just not feel confident in themselves. Mm. But like you have to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, well done. Great stuff. Thank you All very right, much. Guys. All right. Chat to you again. Bye. See you. Bye.